Lisa Lanier is our official attorney of this program. She joins us every week at this time. Segment is called Lawyer Up. She goes inside at least three, four legal cases, solves them all, and she's with us today as usual. Lisa, hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. I hope you guys are. Doing very well. Thank you. Chess Grandmaster Hans Niemann (laughs) has filed a $100 million lawsuit against world champion Magnus Carlsen and others for defamatory statements claiming that Niemann cheated in competition. He's admitted to cheating twice when he was much younger, like 12 and 15. Now the allegations are that he cheated by either having an earpiece in his ear to tell him, make this move or don't make that move, or Or that he put anal beads up his rectum and had him buzz when he was reaching for the wrong chest piece. (laughs) Okay. I thought you loved this, don't you? (laughs) Neiman is only 19, (laughs) but he says his reputation has been ruined forever. Even He's even suing against chess.com, which has been in on this. You know, he's playing some of these matches online. Lisa, the world of high-stakes chess has never been more interesting than it is right now. (laughs) On the edge of our seats. I went down such a rabbit hole researching this story. Yes. I knew the answer immediately upon reading the headline, mm-hmm. but read for an hour just to hear all the gory details. Exactly. Tell us. Yeah. What do we have? So it's, so it's fascinating. I, you know, I, my first reaction was, how the heck do you cheat in chess, right? Because right? everybody's watching. But here, obviously, you know, as you've explained, what they use is artificial intelligence that can that will be 100% successful every time. No one can beat these AI chess apps. Mm-hmm. And so what this guy has already admitted to was online. He would use an app, and, and they can tell, it used to be the way they could tell there would be a, a certain delay, and it was always the same delay, which is how long it takes you to switch to the app, ask it what right. to do, and go back on, right? <laughs> and then they got wise to that, and they they have, um, when you do these online tournaments, there's a lot of money at stake, you know, and they, they have these, uh, now they have these cheating uh, devices that they can tell if people are cheating online. But what they're saying, like you said, that he did in person, mm-hmm. was somebody using the AI mm-hmm. device remotely watching him and and buzzing his, his anal beads, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's right. And two buzzes yes. is, is nice. Yeah, yeah. Three buzzes is rook. <laughs> <laughs> if you were yeah. playing, you wouldn't be laughing. <laughs> no. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why he looked, if you look at all the pictures of him, mm-hmm. you know, that's why Euphoria. he looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> right now, I think he's just like, oh, that was a little, that was yeah. a little funny. <laughs> My God, what if he likes it? What if he's making the yeah, wrong maybe. move intentionally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Give him a little thrill. Hit your prostate. Good Lord. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> God, he's moved his queen. He's brought his queen out early. Take my king. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, what do you like more, the game or the, you butt, know. Or the butt play? But now, to, 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 to the young man's oh. defense, mm-hmm. he will always be known uh, yeah. until the earth cools and our generation is gone yeah. as the anal bead chess cheater. Yes. That's why he's suing. He's like, you all have ruined That's my reputation. He said, he said, I'll play completely naked. They said, it doesn't matter. You'll yeah. have him shoved right up there where we can't <laughs> right. see him. doesn't matter yeah. playing naked. Why yeah, do you have to have a full body cavity check before he That's goes right. out the next time. No, but this guy, he's, um, the problem that he has, you know, is that, number one, he's a public figure, and so the level of the standard of care for defamation is, it's a very high, hard burden for him to meet. He has to show that they acted with actual malice. Mm -hmm. And this is a guy who has confessed to cheating, and the Chess Association did a thing that they call the Neiman Report on all of the instances where they think he's cheated (laughs) for years. They use his name, Uh the Neiman Report. (laughs) (laughs) The Neiman Report. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. So I think he's going to have a hard time because he's kind of a you know self-proclaimed cheater. He's going to, and the Neiman report is out there looming, showing that he cheated. He's going to have a hard time proving that there was malice in a cheating accusation against him. His moves are called the anal advantage. <laughs> the Neiman report. Wow. If you were this young man and clearly dealing with the circumstances that you are, it appears, as Lisa said, that he's not going to be successful in his lawsuit. And an adult toy company comes to you and says, would you like to put your name exactly. on some yeah. butt beads? Some Do you take that money? He needs, some Neiman, he needs to endorse some Neiman beads, yeah. yes. And half the beads would be black and half would be white. Yes. And then you'd have right. a chess right. component to it. Of course, that's what you'd Right. Or like they'd be little knights and rooks. That and might hurt. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not into that. I think you don't want shapes. I'm not into that. <laughs> yeah, the king's got a big cross on top. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not yeah. into that. And by that, I mean chess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play. I don't know the pieces. I don't play the game. <laughs> a string of anal beads called Neiman's Gambit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Neiman's Gambit. They're great. They're all bishops. <laughs> That's good. Smooth right. top. Exactly. Uh, you know, I am. for the church. I'll tell you. <laughs> At an embarrassing moment, Lisa, I was playing pickleball with some gentlemen. And That's after- it. <laughs> That's the embarrassing moment. And afterwards, we were talking about cheating and high class and somebody said oh did you hear about this chess guy and i just said anal beads <laughs> but they didn't know that detail of the story so they're like who's this dude talking? he's just you? yelling yeah. anal beads. i'm just yelling anal beads the the man. Start the car. How, how ridiculous of course they just raced away naturally there's another this lawsuit is very similar to the texas pete lawsuit we chronicled last week there was a gentleman out in california who bought texas pete assuming it was made in the state of texas it's not. It's made in North Carolina. So he's suing Texas Pete. Now, different gentleman is trying to sue uh, Italy's number one brand of pasta, Barilla. That's what they put on every box and in their marketing. Italy's number one brand of pasta. It's made in New York and Iowa, not in Italy. So they're challenging that. I think that marketing works. I always buy that brand. I think it's the best. But I think the only reason I think it's the best is because I thought it was from Italy. The name and the color of the box. Yes. And yeah, the, yeah. The, the marketing. The box has the Italian flag colors on it. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty. I think this case is different than the Texas Pete case because when you buy pasta and you're looking to buy Italian pasta, that's because wheat in Italy is different. It's not, you know, Monsanto. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like it, it's different. Yes, and um, and it tastes different, and so here they're implying and misleading the consumer into thinking that this is wheat that is produced in Italy, and that's a that is a thing that you're looking for, like looking for a wine from a certain region. You're looking for pasta from a certain region, mm-hmm. and that's what this guy's beef was with this. He said, "Look, I was looking for actual Italian wheat pasta, and this is what this looks like. It is, and I find out there's nothing about this company connected to Italy. Mm-hmm. It's headquartered in Illinois, made in Iowa and New York, not Italian." And the, and the wheat is the same old Monsanto wheat that's all over the United States. Mm, I am surprised to hear you say that. I thought it would yeah. fall exactly in, down the line of the Texas Pete case, which is... Yeah, and, and there's, well, the court's already kind of given a little hint that they think there's some legitimacy to it because the Berea people filed a motion to dismiss, and the judge said, no, there could be, there's a possibility that a reasonable consumer was misled by this. We're going to let a jury decide. Now, by saying Italy's number one brand of pasta, could I just mean that more Italians buy this pasta than the other brands? And are they accurate in that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, you know, is that really the number one brand in Italy? I doubt it, but I don't, I I could not really see any statistics on that. So I think that may also be part of, you know, the misleading is that it's really probably not the number one brand, considering Italians are probably buying actual Italian pasta. 
rather than the knockoff American stuff. Exactly. But this this was at at one point an, an Italian company, yes. It, Maria was a family that That's owned a, family a small yes. shop in yes. right. It's a fam- it was a family that owned a small shop in Italy, but like many companies here that started they, that way. They actually ended up immigrating to the United States, and that's where it really took off, and they they really went big. Yeah. I wonder if they were next door to the Genco Olive Oil Company. Godfather reference. Uh, that's <laughs> right. That is Godfather. You know, I used to work on a pop radio station, and we called ourselves the number one hit music station. And we were not. We were <laughs> still aren't. <laughs> we were. Well, how'd you get around it? Uh, soundly, we just said it, and never. And I, and, you know, here I, I was, I was eighteen years old. Okay, working, and uh, we called our. Every time we opened the mic, cracked the mic, I'd say the number one hit music station. But it pained me because I knew we were losing in the ratings to Kiss FM. So I finally said to our program director, I said, you know, we're not really, we're not number one in the ratings. <laughs> Close the door. <laughs> Did you get handed a white box and a pink slip? That's right. Have a seat. I haven't worked in pop radio since. I don't. <laughs> no. Programs director said to me, "We're not talking about ratings here, are we? We're talking about work ethic. We're talking about first in new music. We're talking yeah. about freshest." We're no, not talking. it actually says it. On the air. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> number one in new music. We are not the number one hit music stage. I had a hard time saying it. No. Very difficult for me because I tell the truth. You know, I just don't do that. I just don't do that. I refuse. This is celebrity. Uh, there's a celebrity aspect to the next story. Cardi B is facing trial from a man accusing the rapper of misusing his tattoo on her mixtape cover. If you're unfamiliar with... Uh, Wait. That's right. That's right. It's confusing. It's confusing. What? First, if you don't know Cardi B, we've played her before. She's the rap star who's lactose intolerant. Bitch, let me tell you how I can't drink whole milk no more. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm lactose intolerant, bitch. I drink whole milk. I'm having diarrhea for three days straight. I'm farting up a storm. It just, you know what? It's just not working out. You know, I feel like after you turn like 22, your body starts changing. So, you know, I drink lactate milk. And look what they sent me. You know I made it when they sent me a bedazzle, um, a bowl of cereal, um, yeah, a bowl. And you want to know something? This is the perfect, like, this is the perfect bowl. It's like it's not too much cereal. Not too much milk balance well. Bitch! That's Cardi B. Cardi B. Oh, you gotta love her. That was a little TMI about her diarrhea, though. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Lisa, would you concur that your body goes through changes after the age of 22? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm more like after the age of 50, but yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I've never heard an adult so perplexed by the word bold. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's a simple vessel. This One of the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> she knows, bitch. I think there was. Yeah. A, I mean, there are bowls on the Last Supper. <laughs> that's what Jesus and his boys were drinking weed out of. But they didn't hold cereal. So that's a good point. No, that's a very good point. And hers probably holds more weed than cereal. Uh, I'd say probably so. Well, here's why she's facing a lawsuit. There's a guy named Kevin Michael Brophy, and he is suing Cardi B, a five million dollar copyright infringement lawsuit in Southern California. His attorneys say that his life was disrupted and he has suffered severe distress because his tattoo, which he says is unique, it's on his back and has been out there online. She took that, or whoever made the cover of her new mixtape, took that tattoo, put it on the back of someone else, and that person is on the cover of her mixtape, pleasuring a woman orally. And everybody comes up to this guy, yeah, this guy Brophy, and says, hey, man. I saw you between the legs on uh, Cardi B's tape, and he's like, "What?" You well, know, 
<laughs> right. Says he can't get away from it. So he didn't give permission for her to use the tattoo, but it was out there online. And they're saying, well, that's, you know, we can do that. We can go and take that. Mm-hmm. Lisa, what's the answer here? Is Cardi B going to lose some money over this? Yeah, Cardi B's probably going to settle with this guy. Although, I don't know, she's uh, she's not known for settling her lawsuits. She's been involved in a lot of them. Yep. And uh, most recently, she won over a million dollars uh, in her own infringement uh, case against, uh, I think, like a YouTuber or somebody that was using her likeness. But here, um, I actually put these images, and then they're, you know, with a parental advisory on them, uh-huh. yep. um, on my Instagram for Linear Law Group and my Facebook. I'd love for people to look at them. It's- Chris Dem just saw him. I could see it in his face. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a wow. It's a wow. It's a great picture. Cardi B's all splayed back. She's got a Corona in her hand with her ma- all her whole lips all wrapped around the, the mm. bottle, mm. and uh, and the dude's head is right down in her crotch. And there's the you see all you see is you know his naked back with the tattoo. tattoo. And then yeah. next to it, I put the the poor guy whose tattoo it was originally, mm. And, mm. and it looks just like it. I mean, it's a complete. So what, they're, what he's alleging, and I think he's right, is that she photoshopped, she just absolutely straight up photoshopped his tattoo onto the back of this model right. who did the shoot with her. And, and it's his tattoo, it was his art. She can't do that. She has to have his permission. She's using it for commercial gain. And his wife got really mad and didn't believe him that that was not him. Right. That's the other part of it. More importantly, more That's importantly, right. more you importantly. You're in a with Cardi B. That's right. <laughs> you no. <do> it her. <laughs> yeah. Well. And let me. You're gonna tell me you didn't just service Cardi B? (laughs) (laughs) How would I service Cardi B? It's right here. Yeah, it's my cover of Gangsta Bitch Music Volume One. (laughs) (laughs) That's your back. (laughs) That's your tattoo. And apparently, this tattoo. Here's the way he described it. He said, "Many once considered, and I once considered my back tattoo featuring a tiger battling a serpent to be a Michelangelo. Now it's raunchy and disgusting, mm-hmm. and he's he hates what he's going. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the tiger. I did, uh, mm-hmm. You can see a snake and a tiger. Yeah, that's what now I will say this: mm-hmm. um, when you look at Cardi B's album cover, and Lisa, you you can agree or disagree. Yeah, one's eye isn't drawn to the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every, every work of art has what we call a focal point. Okay. Yeah. Not the focal point of the picture. Would you call this a Michelangelo piece when you look at it? Would you say no. Michelangelo? I no. would not. You would not. I mean, it's right. it's no. detailed. I mean, he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it's looks more like, like a Hugh Hefner piece. It's more like that. Yeah. Like, My goodness. Not a Michelangelo. My the, the tattoo itself, I mean, it looks like he's wearing a shirt. There's no skin oh, really? visible. I mean, it's all ink. And that's. Apparently what his back actually looks like. But it like. does look like the top of his neck on the le- of the actual man does not look like the top of the neck yeah. that Cardi B has and, her And that's right. That's exactly right. That's, <laughs> what, that's, what Cardi B's, that's what Cardi B's attorneys are saying is, look, we used an African-American model. This mm. dude, the original owner is white. And she says, look, we changed the tattoo. It's fair use. We altered it. And that's her defense. Fair use that it's a derivative work, which mm. is allowed in copyright. But I think it's too similar. And, and one one of her points was, look, in our in our drawing, we put the tattoo going up the guy's neck. Okay, that's what that's what she's going to hang her hat on there. Okay, then you saw that. You know, like the it. fifth thing I, thing yeah. I saw. Do you think that that do you think that is what the guy used with his wife? And, and let me ask you this, Lisa: If you were this man's wife, would you believe him? <laughs> <laughs> if he said to you, "That's not my back. That's not my tattoo." We're not in the same state. I've seen I've seen other images of the actual guy who mm-hmm. has that on his back, and he's not cut like this guy. This guy has much 
Just got a new bill. Another slap in the face. Uh, Your yeah. Your Honor, my client is doughy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not cut like this guy. This guy's why, are, why are these cabinets full of Corona and lactate? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Cardi B's attorney, instead of saying objection, just says, bitch? <laughs> yeah. Bitch? Right. <laughs> wow. Lisa Lanier. Lisa. From the anal beads to the oral, my goodness. <laughs> oh, been it all. Been been I have enjoyed this morning research and all that. <laughs> you have. God bless you. <laughs> these are billable hours. <laughs> bless you indeed. Yeah. Doing yeoman's work. Right to the razor's edge on all of these. Lisa Lanier's our official attorney. Listen, if you need her, go online. LanierLawGroup.com or HireAHeavyweight.com. She's the best in the business, and we'll have her on again next week, of course, for Lawyer Up and maybe before. When the law, when we need her for legal matters. Lisa, great to hear from you. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you bitches have a great weekend, too.